Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. A merry heart is good medicine. Welcome to today's episode of Stories That Shape Us. Have you ever been in the middle of laughing or um, laughter that is really deep and then a thought crosses your mind that reminding you of something that is unresolved or some a worry that's been niggling you and the suggestion is that perhaps you should stop laughing you shouldn't be so happy because there are other things that are going on that you should be sad about and so finding moments of joy is difficult because they're unresolved issues. They are problems that you're facing. They're challenges that you're going through and you feel like laughter and joy in the midst of that is not okay. So I was just laughing at a a reel that um, I stumbled on and it's really funny and I'm sharing it and I'm laughing. And in the midst of that, the, the thought, should you be laughing? Shouldn't you be, shouldn't you be sad? Shouldn't you be worrying? Shouldn't you be not okay? And <clears throat> I think things like that, they're not just accidental. They're, they, they're, from, they're from somewhere, as you know, this is stories that shape us. So I want to tell you the story of my head girl when I was going to high school. And at the time, I went to boarding school when I was 14 and she was the head girl, so she was must have been about 17. But when you're 14, anybody who's older than you seems like real grown-ups. Because I thought I thought those those girls were grown-ups. I mean, the decisions that they were making and the things that they were doing, when I look back, I'm like, they couldn't have been more than 17 because they were still in high school and we graduated 18. So they couldn't have been more than 17, 16 plus 17, but they were they were having relationships, some of them, and you know, they were doing things that made me feel, well, I'm a baby. They're, they're all grown ups. But the head girl, we board with the head girl. She used to board in the house that we board in. So our school didn't board um, girls and dorms. They ho- only had dorms for the boys. And we had to board in homes in the community with different people. And the home that I board in, we had about 13 of us living there. We really had a good time. We were really connected and close. And we had a we really had fun and joy um, living together, all people from different places and different walks of life. And she, the head girl who boarded with us, she, she used to, when we were studying in the evenings, she used to play Whitney Houston songs really loud because she couldn't study in, the, in silence, she said. And so those of us who shared a room with her, we just had to endure because she was bigger she was very serious she was very stern um girl and uh, so we we had to endure so i i'm a 14 year old who did i used to listen to whitney houston songs but i didn't know anything about studying with noise i was taught to study in quiet and so here i am in this room with this person who i felt like was like about 25 and you cannot cross her trying to study while not singing the song and so even to till today the library is too quiet for me I got so used to for those years of studying 
in noise that I can be in the middle of whatever is going on and I can tune everybody out and read or do what I need to do because I had to develop this the skill when I was when I from when I was 14 <clears throat> but there's a there was something about her she was brilliant you know a- academically really bright and she studied the sciences and she used to get really good grades um the top of everything hence you know the head girl but she was also very very stern as I said before so when we were having moments of laughter, you know, as 14-year-olds, we, we were always up to some antics. She never took part in any of the antics that we were up to, never got up to anything. In fact, I've never seen her laugh. She never laughed. She would talk about her parents and she'd talk about her home. And um, I think her father was a pastor. Uh, she would never laugh, though, uh, or, or maybe on rare occasions. And one of the things she used to say was, happy brings sad. And that's why she didn't used to laugh. Happy brings sad. And as, as I'm reflecting, I'm thinking, I wonder what story shaped her view of happiness. Why she feel happiness is, is, is fleeting. Happiness is, is it, because it's fleeting, you can't enjoy it. You can't embrace it. You can't lean into it. Because if you do, it, you're going to be sad. And for me, the underlying message is, if happy brings sad, that means... I must not be happy because I'm going to be sad after. And if we know that we're going to be sad after, then we, sh- we can't really embrace this moment of joy that, that we have. And then I think about a merry heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dry up the bones. And so if I am, if I am choosing, because it's a choice, if you're, if, you're, if you're telling yourself, maybe she told herself that based on life experiences, Maybe somebody else told her that based on their life experience and she was telling us, she, she told us to not be happy because we're going to be sad. So basically spend your life in this place of um, weariness and worry um, and discontent because, and I didn't think she was discontented. She wasn't a discontented person and I, not particularly a warrior, but she was also not happy and not, not content, not relaxed, not at peace either. And so if we're going to spend our time in that, then we're robbing ourselves of experiencing moments of joy. Because when I think back to high school, even though lots of things wasn't right in the house that we boarded in, we had fun together. We, the, the, I experienced a lot of joy living with those girls, um, those people, because there were boys there too, living in the house with them, I experienced a lot of joy. I have really good memories uh, living there. And some of us are still in, in touch today. Um, and if we were to follow and allow her story of happiness and joy and sadness to shape us, we would have robbed ourselves of the opportunity of building closeness and connection and, and family and warmth and community. Um, and all the things that we did that I, we can still laugh about 30 odd years later, uh, we, would have, we would have missed out on that. Now, I, I don't know what shape your idea of happiness and joy and the things that brings you joy. And if there's, if there's not anything now that brings you joy, I really want to encourage you to find spaces and things that brings you joy. There, there's so many things that we can find laughter in that that can make us laugh deep laughter my my son told me a story today and um we had some friends over yesterday and he the the children were talking about their cousin 
um, these children of my friends was telling my son about their cousin who wouldn't play with with them um, because this cousin was always on their um, iPad playing a, a video game. And so they, the, the cousin would only play with them when the, 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 the iPad needed charging. And so the iPad needed charging at this point and she plugged the iPad in to charge and she was she went to play with them until the iPad was charged. So as soon as they, so they have a window, they have a small window to play until while the iPad was charging. So the the the, the, the boys realized this and so what they did was plug out the, the the charger and the poor cousin didn't know that the 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 charge the, the iPad wasn't charging. And so they got to play with her for a long time. Now when I heard the story being told to me secondhand because my son got it from these boys, I laughed and we laughed together. And that, that moment of laughter and joy um, about the cleverness of, of um, some boys. And he said, mom, what's that mean? And I said, I, I don't know, but I know it was, it was quick thinking. So find, find moments of joy, laugh with your children, listen to their stories as they tell it, because sometimes as they tell their stories, there's so much in it that gives us joy. Just look around the, I know the world we're bombarded with so many things that will take away happiness as opposed to contribute to, to, to happiness. Um, but if we, uh, amidst all of that, find things that makes us happy and gives us joy that we can experience even among the hardships, even among the crises, moments that gives us joy and we can lean harder into those moments of joy, then we'll find, we'll find it, life a little bit more balanced and manageable and it will make the tough days not as tough as they uh, they have been when we've not had joy we're not looking for moments of joy so look for moments of gratitude and joy and at the end of the day um reflect on them and um spend time thinking about them that the moments that gives you happiness and joy i hope that you'll do that throughout this week and and you'll experience a difference in in your life Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.